Welcome to another episode of Sales with Aslan. This is your host, Tom Stanfill, with my extraordinary co-host, the doctor of sales training and the Chuck Norris of sales training, as I've been told, Dr. Tab Norris. How you doing, my friend? Good, my friend. It's I good think I to... said doctor like three times there. You I don't did. Know where, I don't know where I'm coming up with the doctor thing. I love I that know. we went from Chuck Norris to yeah. doctor. I, I don't. Yeah. Well, and then I'm blending them. You know, I don't tell our audience, but I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm, yeah. I, it's, I'm I more amateur. I'm at the I amateur level. They did figure that out pretty quickly, but it does. <laughs> it does feel good. That hurts a little bit. That hurts a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Probably. You didn't have to tell them that. It's like, hey, I, I, how do I tell them I can't speak French? Yeah, they'll, figure, they'll, figure. <laughs> they'll figure it out. You don't even have to say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, oh. but uh, we're, 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 I love doing these. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so much fun getting together, mm -hmm. sharing truth. I mean, it really is funny time. We've been doing this together for 20, or I guess we're heading into year 27. I cannot believe it. We're still friends. And we're still friends. And I can believe that I'm still friends with you. I, I, I struggle to believe that you're still friends with me, but but I, I don't know what that, that says. About well, you know, me. I'm always working on getting 1% better. And you're that one friend that I, I feel like <laughs> I'm going to keep him because he's going to make me 1% better. Okay. He's going to force me to stretch, be more, <laughs> gonna more keep giving. Me. I'm going to, you know, you're <laughs> going to you. make me better All and right. thank you for that uh -huh. I, uh, well <laughs> i don't know of course i'm that. kidding i'm kidding oh, i don't know how to take that we, i don't know how to take it we, yeah we got it we, the phones are ringing off the hook good. after our last podcast episode i mean the buzz i don't know the, the internet crash i mean i think good morning america picked it up the, the all the news outlets are talking about it. We talked about last on our last podcast about building confidence the five questions that you need to ask to assess, you know, why you're not as confident as you should be. Now, if you're, if you're confident, I mean, in every situation you boldly stand in front of people and you have no, 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 you have no struggle whatsoever communicating uh, what you need to communicate. You're never nervous and you, and you, and everybody listens to you and everybody follows you. Then you just turn, just skip this podcast. Go listen to the Eagles. Just go listen to the Eagles. <laughs> I and I think Eagles. that's great. Take a break. You just need to take a break from learning today. Take a break. So um, you're just there. You're just there. So, so we had, we, 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 you know, we had a lot of conversation about this, this uh, last week's podcast and I th we wanted to, to take a double click on a couple items and go a little bit deeper. Cause I think uh, it was a little conceptual first, you know, the first part of this podcast was a little conceptual. So I want to take a little deeper dive just to make sure we have the context uh, for what we're going to be talking about, you know, in sales or, or in sales, we're all leading our customers somewhere right? We want them to follow us. Yeah. The question is, do they look at us and go, Ooh, I, I, I believe, I believe that you're somebody to follow and what makes us believable? What makes us speak with authority? Why do some of us um, say things and everybody's like, yep, I agree. That's that. I, I believe that. And other people say things are like, yeah. Uh, so whether you're in sales, you're a leader, that's the topic today. We're going to double click on a couple of those items. Tab, anything you want to add to the introduction, which although no. I know I, I, I love it. And, and I, I think I, I did, I actually did hear from a few people from this last part one of this podcast uh, saying that they really did find that very helpful. I think we struck a nerve, Tom. I think ah, we I hit love something. Struck uh, a nerve. 
struck a nerve. So, and I, I think it's a really important topic. And it, it, if I could share this, just a little setup, it just hit me. Yeah. That I remember, I think this would be a good kind of launch into this topic, is I'm remembering early Aslan days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was struggling with confidence. I know that shocks you, Tom. I was really it struggling. How could you struggle with confidence? I was struggling and I was like, I'm young and I'm an idiot and I'm just learning things. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how, how am I going to sell these people on using me to help mm-hmm. with their sales people? And, and I will never forget you said to me, you said, let me ask you a question, Tim. They pay you X amount to come in and spend some people with their their folks and you do it once a month and whatever. Do you think they'll get value out of the money they just spent? I said, of course they would. He goes, you're set. You are ready to go. And I was like, you're right. This is worth it. All of a sudden I became confident and it was like, just I, I, I know that's a silly story, but I vividly remember that. And you so infused me with that little morsel and it built enough confidence for me not to bail on year one with you in my basement. Well, you know what I had Tab, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today is I had information. Yes. I I knew the truth. I knew the truth that you were going to provide value. So I was confident for you. You may have been doubting it, yeah, but I was not doubting it because I knew you and I knew what you had to offer. And I think that's kind of a great segue into what really drives confidence? The first question we we um, offered last week to determine what's keeping you from confidence is, is, is the truth about your solution your truth or is it somebody else's truth? <laughs> so I want to double click on that and unpack that a little bit. So everybody that we're, we're, we're serving has a problem. If we're in sales, we don't sell anything unless somebody has a problem. So they have a problem. Now the question is, what are they going to do or what should they do to solve the problem now? And here's the, here's, I think uh, the root cause a lot of times of people of why they're not confident is because the only path that they see is the path that they recommend or the path that they offer. And kind of the way that I think when, when people are the way I visualize it um, when I'm confident or I see other people are confident is they're just kind of standing shoulder to shoulder with the customer and they're looking at, all the customers paths that they can take to solve their problem. All of them. So there's path A, B, C, and D. Let's just say there are four. Now you may offer D, but there's three other paths. There's like, they may stay with their current solution provider. They may decide to delay. They may, uh, they may want a partial part. They may just want part of your solution or they may want the full solution or they may want it even the full solution. Plus, I mean, there's just, there's several options. And so if we're confident, we can lay those options out and explain why is it in their best interest to go down each one of those paths. And I know we were talking before the podcast and you were sharing a story about a client that you're working with now and, and yeah, highlights this point. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, something we all hold near and dear through the pandemic is delivery mm-hmm. service right. for our favorite restaurants. Right. And you think about it, I've just been learning a lot about this, working with this client and, you know, I'm, I'm in this learning mode and I'm listening. And, and it's, and bottom line is if you have a restaurant, here are your choices, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can go, you know, you can decide that we're going to have our own delivery team, right? So that, so some restaurants 
don't use a grub or a DoorDash. Yeah, They're, yeah. They, they basically have their own delivery team that goes out and delivers. Okay. I hire my own people. We go mm -hmm. deliver our stuff. That's what we do, right? So you can, that's what you, you can do. You can use one of many choices, right? You can use one of two or whatever, these services that you can choose. Um, you can, I guess you can offer no delivery. Right. <laughs> that yeah. is an option. Um, and then you or you can use a premium version of one of these delivery services, mm -hmm. maybe to to drive more traffic, get more customers, mm -hmm. drive people in. So those are three pretty or you obvious could stay choices. with you could stay with the one you have. Yeah, stay and with the, the right, current yeah. current delivery team or who you're using right now. You could stay with that. So those are the three options. And to your point. If you really want to be confident, you should know exactly what those options are and why it could be in their best interest to pick any one of those. Because, yeah. by the way, there can be a time and a place where it may be more beneficial to do one or the other. Yeah. You know? That I mean, makes that makes perfect sense. That reminds me of, of working with a software organization. They were trying to – and this team, all they did was basically call existing customers and try to upgrade them. You know, and they were selling yeah. one option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a few questions to see what yeah. option may make sense. And I hope it's a, because that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it, yeah, I, yeah. But you know, and I asked him, I said, so is there any reason why they ever should stay with what they're doing? And they're like, they looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> Horns coming out of your head. What are yeah, you talking like, about? What are you talking? It's what all I know is to sell. It's like, and, you know, and they, they sounded like salespeople who are like, I'm a billboard, mm -hmm. right. And all, and I've got, I'm, I've got my talking points and I'm going to deliver this message. And when you're a builder billboard, you don't have credibility with the customer. You are right. perceived as a billboard. They're like, if you're working with your, um, you know, your delivery service, yeah. there's a reason why people may have, should have their own delivery team. There's yeah. a reason why they don't have a delivery service. There's a reason why they need to stay with their existing service. There's a reason why they need this. And we need to be able to explain that. And I, one of the things I said to the software guys is I said, so what if the customer was about to sell their business? Should they upgrade? Uh, uh, I, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I don't make any money if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, well, see, you just lost credibility. Yeah. And see, the thing is, is if we know there's other options that we don't want to go there, we're kind of uncomfortable because we're like, don't open yeah. those doors. Don't talk. Don't ask me about that. I don't know. What, I, you know, don't get me off script. Yeah. That's, I, I just had this happen with another one of my, another one of my accounts, same yeah. exact thing. And, and they were, you know, they were, tr they're selling a uh, training for a technology okay. and, and I, and, and they're kind of like going, well, they don't have a choice. They just have to do this. And I said, so you're telling me they don't have a choice. And they're like, no, they don't have a choice. They, they, this is the only thing we have to offer. I said, okay, that's the, <laughs> you don't you have just, a choice. No, I said, wait, okay, let me back up. So it sounds like that's the way, but they have choices, right? They can mm -hmm. say, no, I don't right. want that. And they go, well, yeah, but that probably wouldn't be in their best interest. I said, yeah. okay, I understand. It's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I've got a great example of this. And what we're talking about really is, is being a trusted partner. Mm -hmm. It's like when people invite us in early in the process and we, we earn a seat at the table, but we have to have the knowledge to earn that seat. And I, I was in a situation where I'm still in the situation where my, my house is kind of falling apart. Uh, I've owned it for like 18 years. We're thinking about selling it. And so we were 
talking to a very expensive renovation company because they handle everything, you know, about, you know, we've got fake stucco, windows are rotting, we need painting, <laughs> doors need to be replaced, garage doors need to replace. And so, guys, this house just looks fabulous. I, <laughs> this is, you're making it sound like, my <laughs> gosh. Well, the I mean, when you see, I mean, there's holes in the chimney, <laughs> birds have burrowed in, you know, and there's like, there's a pro, there's some problems. If you don't look at it, if you look at it closely, there's some problems. I especially okay. see. So, so that, you know, one option is uh, we're just going to paint it. Like the market's hot, they just paint it. That costs me whatever ten thousand dollars, and we're out. And 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 by the way, they don't provide that service. They don't provide the just paint it service. You know, they yeah, provide yeah. the full blown windows, rip it out, retake the take taking the out the birds. Siding. Yeah, take the birds out. Like they want to they want to replace the, They want to take all the rats and the birds. <laughs> they want to redo the chimney. They want to take because and the whole thing is about warranty and they can guarantee it and they replace all the windows. They can't fix some of the rotten woods. They've got to replace the windows and all this stuff. And I got that's their option. What I needed them is to say, look, these are the options you have. You can do kind of a mix of repairs. You can just paint it. You can do the full blown thing, which is what we offer. Or we can, and they had all like, now here's, here's what was interesting. That person walked me through all those options. So they did because they're in the business. Like that's what she should have done. She was amazing. She's like, I'm in the business. This is all I do. And I can tell you what we can do. And I can tell you what, what, you know, other people can do. And there are reasons why, Mm. like she said, well, if you're going to sell it, blah, 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 then you should do this. If you're going to, if you're going to stay, then you should do this. And I, you know, I'm out with a pencil and paper and I'm writing all this stuff down. And by the way, we, we said, you know what, I think we're just going to paint it and sell it. And she said, fine, if you change your mind and you decide to do, and she started listing out the reason, then you call me and I would love to help you. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. she, and guess what? We decided we, our plans changed. Guess who we called? Her. We called her. Yeah. And you know what? She was never shaken by the, by the conversation. She's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. And you know, and she'd invested time and she'd put drawings together and my wife had met with her at her office and all this stuff, but she earned she earned the respect because she was confident in what she knew and she was helping me, which kind of goes to what we talked about last week, which is our goal needs to be to serve. Right. Which by the way is I think a real big deal for salespeople because they, I think sometimes the hang up is they're afraid that's going to bite them. Like they're not going to have success. And you know, we all know you're more successful if you serve. So she sees the big picture, even though I didn't maybe win and I didn't manipulate this person into going with my deal, which wouldn't have worked anyway, by the way, but you feel better about yourself. Well, at least I gave it a good try. I told Mm -hmm. her the six reasons why, but, um, but realize that you keep doing that over time and you become a trusted partner with everybody that you interact with. You're going to have plenty of business. That's exactly. And I think right. that's yeah. important. And you can't serve the customer if you don't know what right. their options are and how to guide them to getting ultimately what they want. So, um, so I think that I think the mm. first thing we need to do is we kind of replay this back to is They have a problem. What are all their options to solve the problem? And then we need to figure out what the truth is related to those options so that we can advise them. And one of the best places to do that, obviously, is with our existing customers, like we talked about last week. Now, there is another step um, I think that's really important is because we have a bias towards negative information or against Mm -hmm. negative information or a bias towards our solution or our path, we need to vet 
our ideas against somebody with somebody who probably has the alternative point of view. Right. You know, right. like, like, let's, let's like, if you, if, if, if like I had a, here's an alternative, here's a bias that I have, right. We, we, we obviously sell and maybe not to our listeners, but obviously to you, we sell a custom, a pretty custom solution. You know, we don't sell just generic off the shelf programs. We have for that, but it's very rare. We, we recommend that, you know, we want to customize the program to the role in the organization. We play every organization is unique. They need a unique program because if it's, you know, I say this all the time, if it's 95% relevant, they'll focus on the 5%. So that's kind of a strongly held belief that we have. Well, one of the, one of my practices is to call customers or people that we didn't become, they didn't become customers that chose the, 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 the competitor, a competitor, which is hard to believe that happens to have it only every once every 12 to 14 years. I, I think, think it did happen. Yeah. It happened in 2005 and then, and then yeah. I think 2020. Yeah. So yeah. it's very rare, but it happened. So I called this, the, the decision maker, uh, cause we built a relationship. We came in second long stories to why, but we did. And, and, um, but it was so close that we had, we kind of developed a relationship. Well, I followed up with this guy uh, a couple of weeks ago and I asked him about, you know, how it's going. And he, he said, yeah, well, we bought this program. It was basically generic. And I said, well, <laughs> I, and I, in my mind, I'm like, well, obviously that didn't work. <laughs> right. Well, you made a mistake. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, I can't wait to hear. I can't hear can't wait to hear why that didn't work. And he yeah. said, it, and you know what? It did work. Mm. And he said, because he was there he was hired as an outside consultant to come in and make it work. So they invested in him to bridge the gap in the difference between the generic program and the company. Uh, and so it ultimately worked. So I was like, oh, okay. So that's a situation where even one of our generic programs could be effective for our customers. So I learned by talking to people and vetting my biases against somebody who might have mm -hmm. a, a contrary point of view. And so I, uh, I think it's important for, uh, for sellers or even leaders who are leading sellers to say, I have this point of view, but are you talking to people who don't agree with you? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really powerful and we don't do it enough and we all have the opportunity to do it. We all lose deals. We all have the opportunity to find out what, why we lost mm -hmm. and you know, everybody may not tell you, but you ask enough, you're going to learn. Yeah, so. I had, that just reminds me of a, a conversation that I had with a guy said, who was my, uh, at the time he, he sold, he sold me my insurance. I had a life insurance and he was, he was, he was my provider. And he, he, he kept telling me, um, you need to, you need to up your insurance and you need to change your insurance. And it was, it cost more money. And I kept saying, why? I said, there are people that offer, they people that don't term, there's people that don't, they, and I started laying out all these other options. I said, I want you to explain to me these other options and why, and he just kept saying, you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, I, why, 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 I mean, why? it was almost like I was annoying him. Yeah. And he's no longer my guy. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, to the, to the point where it'd be like, well, here's where that makes sense. Exactly. If you are going in this direction or you have these goals or this is what you're trying versus no, I'm a bit, I'm on this, I'm on this team. We do it this way. We're the blue team and we always go blue. You know, like, well, right. I'm a, a, a red may be my color. You know, it's like, <laughs> I love the blue of color. It, <laughs> yeah. So just kind of make sure we're grounded. This. So the yeah. idea is, is know the paths walk down the paths, be confident of the paths that the customer can take and be able to communicate clearly 
why it's in their best interest to choose each one of those paths, and then you'll be able to communicate confidently. Now, Tab, there was there was uh, another thing, another topic, another question that we we talked about last week that I want to double click on, which is, yeah. uh, is your goal to serve the customer? It's ultimately now it's tied to the first question, but but uh, I want to I want to dive into how do we apply that to objections? So, yeah. you know, we talked about, you know, we talked about the paths and we're saying, yeah, but ultimately is your goal to serve the customer? Because that's what, that's where we're going to struggle with articulating other points of view or other paths that might be good for them. And I really want to apply this to objections. Yeah. So when do, um, you know, when, how can we communicate the truth related to objections? So, so what we teach all the time, as you know, is that the, what's the best way to overcome objection is with the truth. Right. And I, I, I remember reading about um, James Dyson, you know, the guy, the vacuum, I don't think I've talked oh, about this, but the, the uh, vacuum I don't know guy. That story. So Dyson is an $8 billion company. Wow. Large a lot of vacuum cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> he's an it's an eight billion dollar company and I, I was listening to a podcast on uh on him i think it was um what is it how how i built this yep and i think he was on that i think that's where i heard him and um they, they asked him the question early in his you know in the development of the dyson vacuum cleaner um, it was three times more expensive than the typical vacuum cleaner. So here's this guy, he built this thing in his basement and he's walking around these department stores saying, Hey, I want you to buy my vacuum cleaner. And, and so he said, and so Roz, uh, guy Roz asked him, he said, so how did you sell this vacuum cleaner? That was three times more expensive. And he goes, it was brilliant. He goes, I just told him the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the music comes on. What did he do? What, how did he manipulate? How did he drive? How did he persuade? I just told the truth. I just told. So this is an area where we get shaken. So this is why we're talking about this, this is an area where we get shaken mm. is when we get really strong pushback and people um, you know, say, Hey, I, why, why would I pay three? What, you know, they, they, so we, you know, we talk about the paths, but then all of a sudden they start to argue with us. And if we know the truth about whatever questions they have, then we can just tell them the truth, you know? So right. he explained to them, let me just, I'll just tell you that he, he, and here's the thing. He knew it. And I think that's the difference between people who sell, you know, kind of veterans who really know what they're doing and, and newbies, who like kind of learning about this from everybody else is they don't really know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. That's so kind true. of, so you were, you were explaining to me, Tab, the, um, an example that you shared with uh, me the other day about American airlines. I thought that was a good example. Yeah. But like the, that, yeah, that was a good example of, you know, people, you know, they don't understand you know, the, a, a big objection in the airline industry, right, is, you know, why are there all these fees? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I mean, you hear that, you know, it's like, ah, and, 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 
you know, a lot of, it's so funny. You talk to, you know, people that are, you know, agents or, you know, in quote sales or right. reservations or whatever they're doing. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm angry. I don't, I don't get it. It's like, why do we keep doing this? And, and you get frustrated. They agree with the customer. Yeah. They the agree with the customer. Says, why like, it, why yeah. do I have, have to pay for these fees? Why do I have to yeah, do this? I agree with you. I'm just, I yeah, think we ought to yeah. drop them. I think yeah. it's ridiculous. I think it's bad, you know, but, but they don't know the truth. And it yeah. was so fun working with them and watching the light bulbs go off when you start going, hey, do you even know the truth about this? And they're like, no, I just think, and you get them talking and it's like, well, here's, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Here's what we do. In order to serve our customers, we start with the lowest fare because some people, they don't want anything. They just so keep the keep it as low as humanly possible. So you always have that mm -hmm. choice. You always, you start with that and then yeah. you only pay for what you need. Like the Liberty Liberty Mutual commercial. That's it. And yeah. see, once you know that and you're confident, all of a sudden you become confident in communicating that. Hey, let me just explain. Here's why this is the way that it is. Right. I get it, but I'm confident in how I communicate and, it. And that's what's so important about this is why we're talking about this related to serving is it's why it's best for the customer. Yeah. So it's like the truth. So why are you charging me a fee to change my flight? Well, because we start off with people, the lowest fare we can possibly offer is for people who don't change their fight, flight and want the cheapest seats. That's where we start. Yep. Now, if you want to change flights, that costs us more money because we have, we got, you know, we have less inventory. And so they can explain that. And so then there's a change fee. And so that all comes from not, hey, we want to make more money, which is why they weren't confident. Yes. Okay, this is a bad corporation trying to make money. Two, okay, this is how, this is because if we had to say, you can change your flight anytime, you can you can do anything you want, then there would be a back, there would be an, uh, um, a diminish of service that they provided. So profits always equals ability to serve the customer better. So we need to be able to communicate why what we're doing is best for the customer. And if we don't know that, then ultimately we're not going to be confident in responding to um, objections. Yep. And by the way, the top reps that really understood that American airlines outsold the reps that didn't get it like 10 to one. Oh, it wasn't even close. I mean, yeah. It was, it was like, crazy. people are just like, Oh yeah, it's makes perfect sense. Other people are like, I agree with the customer. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's a great example of what we're talking about. Well, Tab, any uh, any last thoughts before we uh, kind of leave this subject? I uh, I was yeah. thinking we could we could share maybe our toughest objection. Well, I, I was going to say I I would love to hear hear that from you. You've been you know you have been in so many different selling situations, not only with us but all the salespeople at Aslan you've worked with um, over the years. What would you say? You got to give it to me. Oh, so you're going to put that on me. I'm you're putting put it, it on okay, you. So I'm, okay, is, I think I'd remember, good. I'm Chuck Norris right here. I'm just mm. doing a little move. Well, you I'm could gonna, train me. You could train I'm gonna me. I'm going to drop it down on you. So let's hear. <laughs> well, you know, what comes to mind uh, is I think about uh, the toughest objection, and we think about objections, um, and, and also the ability to, to communicate it in a way um, that's about the customer, not about me. I was in a situation several years ago, this was probably 15 years ago, is um, we were one of probably 20 firms brought in to meet with this. I mean, this was a big Fortune 500 company. If I told you the name, everybody would go, yeah, of course, everybody would know the name of this company. So I was super excited. And we, we had this initial meeting where 
they all came, everybody came in and did a 30 minute dog and pony show, you know, like, hey, here's who we are, it's just capabilities. They're like, hey, don't worry. You'll be able to meet with us later. Um, we're just, it's just an initial and we're going to narrow it down to the final, you know, handful of people. And then we'll do more discovery and give you time to get to know us, blah, blah, blah. Well, after my presentation, they, they called me back and they said, well, here's Craig, congratulations. Um, here's the good news. You came in second out of all the 20 companies you came in second. <laughs> and, and, and another, your biggest competitor came in first. And they didn't say that, but I knew they were my biggest competitor. Um, and I said, great, thank you. That's um, okay. Well, I thought you said we were going to be able to, you know, spend more time. This was just a 30 minute thing. I never even, I mean, we really had a blue. You see nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, what do you, I mean, I was like, I almost was like, what are you talking about? I mean, I, well, what turns out that they, they had already, had hired this company a year previous or maybe even two years previous and they had to put a halt on the project and and for some reason the executives required them to go through the process again so so they went and told the executives and said we've chosen the firm and they said well we, actually we'd like to meet with a final two and they said oh, oh okay final two and so they came to me and said all right well actually we've talked to the ceo and the coo and they would like to meet with you as well and I said, okay, that's great. I said, but before I do that, I'm not going to make the same mistake. I'm not going to come in cold. I need to meet with them and find out more about your organization. We haven't even gone through the discovery process. And here's where the objection shows up, Tab. Yep. They say, no. <laughs> not not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they said, they, they said, we want you to tell them. We want you to come in and make, and I said, we're objecting to you getting more information because they really weren't for me. They were for yeah. the other company. They chose yeah. the other company. And I said, I said, no, I said, and here's why I said, and this is where the confidence comes in. I said, here's why I said, because I can't serve you or tell you about our solution unless I know the role of the people I'm going to serve, how your resources you have in place, what's important to your organization, what your decision drivers are, what your objectives are all. And I started listing on these. I said, so, cause I need to make a recommendation, not a presentation. And unless I know more about your organization, I'm wasting your time and their time. And so that's not best for you. So I'm just going to pass. And they were like, uh, and because I said that I they came back to me and actually allowed me to present, you know, to spend time with people. They, they gave me, they opened the door. I got more information and then uh, ultimately we won. So wow. that was, that's, that was probably my toughest. I would say that was my toughest objection. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not beating that one. I mean, that is, you, you have nothing to be nothing better than that. I mean, I, I've had similar situations. I can share a lot of times when I did it wrong, Tom, you know, I, I think that we'd probably could probably learn a lot from that because I mean, I've done the exact opposite of what you said and it doesn't, it just doesn't play out. You know, where you're just like, okay, I promise it's going to be worth your time. <laughs> you can't do it. Okay, yeah. I'll do oh, it yeah. anyway. Okay, I, I I'll really show know up. how to respond. Yeah, I, and I've done that, Tom. I know, it, and, and you know how it is. You can you learn as much from your failures as your success, right? Yeah, um, and I've definitely, I've definitely blown it before. And you think about it, but the key is, is, is I think the key, if you do drop the ball or it doesn't work out, uh, that what I think our natural instinct is to blame the negative outcome on something or someone else. Either yeah. And it's on fault, me. It's yeah. too expensive. Our solution to this. Or, and I think the, the, what's helped me over the years navigate this is to, is to really examine what could I have done better? What didn't I know? Did they make the right decision? 
um, yeah. you know, <laughs> but you, but the thing you got to be really, that's such a good example, Tom, because you have to have not, not just normal comp. I mean, you have to be mm -hmm. really confident in that yeah. because that is you're pushing against the whole process, the way they're putting this thing together. This is a real big company. They've gone. There are a lot of smart people that made this mm -hmm. decision. That's what makes this so powerful, such a powerful example, because that's not just a little, oh, here, oh, here's the box, what you say when they say this, that yeah. wouldn't work in that situation. You no, that's, really that's, where, that's where, I, that's the only thing that gives me the comfort or maybe just, to, just the confidence to, to, to really address it because I'm, I'm just focused on what's true, yeah. not what I want, not what I'd like it to be, but what is true. I said, I know that I can't articulate our solution without information uh, from some information from them. I just know it's a way. I just, so I know that. So then it's easy for me to do it. If I'm trying to make things up, then I'm going to, I'm going to fail. I'm going to yeah. you know, struggle. And I think that's the way that we learn is when we do fail. And I think that's a really good point because we all fail a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah. ever, when I stood in front of us in, in Washington, DC and, and I did the exact opposite of what you did. And I stood in front of those people with sweat pouring from my brow <laughs> going, I am an idiot. I am standing before these people. And because I didn't get to do my process, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, it, it, I, I will never feel it, it now. It, it, you just don't ever want to feel that again. So, yeah. it, it, which is great because now you go, now I get it. Now I'm, I'm not, I will be extremely confident in pushing for the right process next time. So beautiful, beautiful. Well, that wraps up our conversation on uh, building confidence. It all comes from knowing the truth about our solution it knowing the truth about what paths the customer can take and then vetting the truth, right, against people who may have contrary, <laughs> contrary opinion, you know, kind of take the truth out for a walk and see if it sticks, you know, have yeah. people challenge you and see if, 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 um, if you're accurate, because we, yeah. we all I think it's, we have to fight against the, the gravitational pull to our company and our solution, because we're always in rooms with people who agree with us, you know, and so we need to get out of the rooms and say, okay, let's look at, as we talked about last week, let's look at the competitors' houses. Let's, let's look at what the other options are so that we can own it. Because our recommendation needs to be our recommendation, not someone else's recommendation. Tab, any other closing thoughts? Mm -mm. I love it. I love, I, I, this just stuck with me from last time. And as we talk about it this time, and I had several people say this to me that listened to that last podcast, they just love this whole idea about coming back to the truth. Mm. Like it's a yeah. principle, it's a truth. And always, uh, you know, I was working with somebody specifically around this, this week, and they had listened to the podcast and they said, Tab, you're doing what you and Tom talked about on that last podcast. I love it. Yeah. She goes, you're teaching me to always go back to the truth. I said, you ever get in that spot where you don't really know what to do? Go, what's the truth? What's the truth? It, if this is the truth, then you don't have to worry about it. You just always go back to that. And I think that's really powerful. That's it makes you yeah. much more confident. Best way to overcome an objection is the truth. And so and if you don't know the truth, somebody does. Yep figure it so out it's it's available it's available so go find it yeah. all right buddy love being with you and, and uh if you guys enjoyed the podcast please give us give us some comments give us some love uh rate it and uh keep uh encouraging us to continue on because it's a hard world out there tab we need encouragement we do I, we both love encouragement <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed it all right buddy thanks